0: Right now, right now, main worship service, get ready to put your hands together for our favorite evangelists, Sharon and Rudy
1: Swanepoel, our South African evangelists. Let's give it up for the Lord this morning as they come to minister. God bless you, Sharon.
2: God is good, amen. It's so wonderful to be here with you, and we serve a wonderful God. Who is capable of doing exceedingly above what we can ask for? Thank you for your enthusiasm. <laughs> Amen. You know, um, there's 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 something about God that um, when He shows up, He makes that which isn't right right. Um, it's it's God's nature. Um, it's it's who God is. He just um, He just has to fix the problem. He's the problem solver. He's the one who is able to do it. And um, so, if you need Him to fix something in your life. Um, if, if the Bible says, though they call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And where two or three are gathered together in his name, there he is in their midst. So we can call on him. We will be saved and delivered out of our situations, out of our distresses. And where we are together, he is there. So I've got good news for you. I'm an evangelist, which I'm married to an evangelist. And good news means good news. And um, I'm going to need some monitors here, please. And, and um, the good news is God's here. Amen. 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 And where God is, problems disappear. So allow Him to make it well with your situation, with your, with your current problem, that which you're facing, that which it could be a, a one-inch problem, half-inch problem, whatever problem it could be, a huge problem. God is able And he's going to make it well, and let's trust him this morning. Thank you.
0: Hey
1: Thank you, Jesus. Lord, you've made it well with our soul. We give you praise. We give you praise. There's no one like you, Lord. We thank you for your wellness, your well-being that's in us. How great and marvelous you are, God. Hallelujah. Let's stay standing. Let's worship him. Just for a few more moments, open your heart to the Lord. Lay your cares, your burdens to the Lord. It is well. So that you are King of Kings and the Lord of all Lords Lord you are bigger than problems you are greater than challenges you are the healer of sickness in the name of Jesus Lord we thank you that you will have your will you will have your way in this place come Lord Jesus come by your power and touch and change fill us mold us make us into your image do with us what you want we give you all the glory lord our hearts prayer today is be glorified be glorified in everything we do everything we say be glorified in our lives in our bodies in our families Be glorified in our actions, in our thoughts. Be glorified, oh God. We want to make you famous, Jesus. We want to make you famous. For you are our God and you are our King. You've been so good to us, oh God. We rejoice in you. We rejoice in you. We thank you for your loving kindness that endures forever. Your mercies are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness, oh God. Hallelujah. Isn't God good? Oh, turn to someone and say, God bless you. Jesus loves you. Just share that with a couple of other people. Jesus loves you and there's nothing you can do about it. (laughs) Hallelujah. He's such a great God. And then you may be seated. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. What a... An amazing anointing that's already flowing. Amen? Amen? We greet you in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, who sits on the throne and He is powerful and mighty and we give God all the glory. Now, I want to just share this. Um, Sharon sang the song, It Is Well With My Soul, one of my favorites. And people have really encouraged her to, um, to put together a CD of the classics and um, after a lot of work, Sharon and, and Jeff Nordin, a good friend of us, put together a brand new CD called It Is Well With My Soul. It's a, it's a hymn worship experience. Fourteen of the old hymns that is uh, uniquely packaged in the anointing with Sharon's vocal and uh, Jeff's piano abilities that God has given them and uh... it's been out for two months now now Sharon wouldn't tell you she probably wouldn't want me to tell you but i'm going to this week we just heard from the largest independent gospel award show in the nation that Sharon's new cd has received four nominations (laughs) four nominations um, the actual award ceremony will be June of next year in the summer. But um, it's voted for, or nominated for um, the Praise and Worship CD of the Year, the Classical CD of the Year, um, also the Song of the Year. So the, it is well with my soul, Song of the Year, and also Producer of the Year, which sits right right, right there. She's the producer. <laughs> so we give God the glory. Um, you know, it's all for the glory of God to reach more people. And uh, we've, we, it was, it's, it's been available for two months. And the, the reports we're getting back, the testimonies of people's lives touched and changed in the anointing. That is what is so amazing. So we give God all the glory for that. Two months ago, we were in Cape Town, South Africa with Seek and Save, our 11th Seek and Save trip and team trip to the public schools in Africa. Um, in five years now, we have seen uh, 113,600 salvations in public schools all over Africa. We give God the glory. It is simply amazing. Two months ago, we saw in one week, basically four ministry days, we saw 12,550 come to the Lord. We. It, 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 It's all the Lord, and God can take a a very small, insignificant children's book idea and reach the nations with it. We give God the glory, and you as a church have partnered with us. You have prayed for us. We thank you so much, and we want to give you a glimpse of what God has done through this partnership. Um, We prepared a short video clip. Most of the footage, there's just two photos from Tanzania in here. The rest is all um, two months ago. It's brand new, um, what God has done. So look at the screen and rejoice with us as we see what God has done together for the, the, the harvest, for the gospel of Jesus Christ. Isn't that exciting? My, my, my! Hallelujah! You know, um, we were uh, just before we started in the schools in May of this year. We were we were in a public, sp- well, going for the public schools. And that Sunday before uh, we were going out, we were ministering kind of off the beaten path. Most of the places we go is off the beaten path in South Africa, and um, poorest area of the uh, of South Africa, highest HIV aids infected area of the world and um, we were ministering in a local church and afterwards they invited us for lunch the whole church has lunch together we were sitting at these round tables a lady was sitting next to Sharon and she started asking Sharon so what are you doing here this week and um, Sharon said well we're going with Seek and Save into the schools we're gonna give 11,000 of these books these gospel books to the children and bless them and Sharon said but we don't want to go to these uh, uh to the rich church the rich schools and the, the the great uh places we we want to go to the problem schools the poor areas and uh this lady hits her hand on the table she said now you're talking my language and she says how do you get into these schools and Sharon said, oh, we'll do anything. We beg, we bro- grovel, we, we, we go to the principles and we beg and we grovel. And we, we don't give up until they say yes. Sometimes they reluctantly do so. And um, they, 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 thank God, we haven't heard a no yet. But we came close. But we pressed through and we, we, we just, that's the, the, the struggle we have is getting in. But once we're in, hallelujah, 99% gets there, gives their hearts to Jesus. And this lady looks at Sharon. She said, I am the minister of education of this state. (laughs) Speaking of a divine connection right there. She said, you will never beg again. She said, next time you come to our state, a liaison from my office will set your schedule. They will say yes because I already said so. The minister of education, she said, get this, she said, I have 2,000 schools under me. And you're welcome to each and every one of them. That week we went to 12 of them, 12 schools, and we saw 10,880 give their hearts to Jesus. I did the math. There's another 1,988 schools waiting. If we could get 10,880 in 12 schools, how many hundreds of thousands of souls are waiting, are waiting with permission of the minister of education to go and hear the gospel of Jesus? That's, it just excites me. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, guys. You... You as a church pastor, thank you so much. We so appreciate all that Lakeside has done and the prayers we and the friendship. We really appreciate it. I want to speak to you about the touch. Say the touch. Take your Bibles, Luke chapter 8. Luke chapter 8. Verse 40. I'm going to run through this. It's a very familiar piece of scripture. One of my favorite stories in the bible but God showed me something I want to show you Luke chapter 8 verse 40 I'm reading out of the amplified he says now when Jesus came back to, Gal- to Galilee the crowd received and welcomed him gladly say gladly yeah. they for they were all waiting and looking for him say waiting for him Now here's the key, if you want to see miracles in your life, here is an ingredient that you have to have. They were waiting for him, now look at this now, they were gladly inviting him back, not sadly, gladly. Not reluctantly, they were willing, gladly welcoming him back, but there was an ingredient in this. They were waiting and looking for him. The word waiting here literally is it's such a powerful word. It it it, it means to wait and to anticipate, to look for in anticipation. There was an expectancy. For him to do things. They were not just welcoming him back to the, to the area. Because he was a beloved son of Galilee. They were welcoming, waiting, expecting. Because they were hearing the reports of the miracles he did elsewhere. They heard of all the things that he was doing. And the Bible says actually in Mark 5 that speaks of the same. The lady that we're going to address now. That we're going to speak about. She was... She heard reports about Jesus. Have you heard reports about Jesus? We just showed you a report about Jesus all the way from Africa. What he can do for others, he can do for you. And I want to encourage you, get your excitement, your expectation levels up. Get your eyes on Jesus and expect him to do the miraculous. Because he's about to do something amazing. Hallelujah. So look at this verse 43. And a woman who had suffered, say suffered, from a flow of blood for 12 years. Say 12 years and had spent all her living upon physicians and could not be healed by anyone say could not not. look at her we don't know her name but we know her problem the bible is very descriptive in what was wrong with this lady the bible says she suffered her suffering was a long season the bible says that a flow of blood for 12 years how many of you know that's a long time to be sick that's a long suffering right there i don't know what you're going through it may feel like like you're going through the ringer for such a long time this lady can identify with you she, the Bible says that she spent all that she had on physicians, on doctors. How many of you know there's a price to brokenness that you have to pay? Sometimes it takes your money, sometimes it takes other treasures from your life. And it's not just physical sickness that we're talking here. Her problem was much more complex. You see, her physical sickness placed her in a category in the law that isolated her, that that took her away, that, that caused all of humanity to reject her. She was not able to walk in public, could not go to Walmart, could not come to church. She was shut in, away from all human contact, anyone that would Touch her or make contact with her would be unclean. Imagine the devastation of emotional trauma in her life. And it's going on for 12 years. How many of you know if there's one area of your life that suffers, it kind of goes through all areas of your life. She's lost confidence in anything and everything. And now the Bible says the, the verdict after 12 years has come in. You are a hopeless situation. You cannot be healed by anyone. There is no answer. But she's heard reports of Jesus. There might still be one. Ah, Turn to someone and say, wake up the good part's starting. Look at this now, verse 44. She came up behind him and touched the fringe or the hem of his garment, and immediately her flow of blood ceased. (laughs) Twelve years erased. Twelve year problem solved in a moment. Wow. The Bible says she came up behind him. Listen, she was breaking the law here. What she was doing, appearing in public, could get her killed. Death sentence. Stoning death. Convicted. Already what she did. My question is, why didn't she come from the front? If she already puts herself out there, that today is my last. Either I'm healed or I die. That's what she said, basically with her action. If she took the risk to come to jesus and touch him why did she come from behind not from the front well listen she lacked confidence her confidence was shattered she could not just she, she had to sneak up on him she wanted to sneak a miracle she she wanted to go incognito. She didn't want any attention on herself. She didn't want to draw any, 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 any attention. So she's, she's c- coming from behind. You know when I saw that God spoke to me. Lack of confidence. Is not absence of faith. I'm going to say that again. If you lack confidence does not mean that you have no faith she had no confidence 12 years she was isolated she may not have known what to do in public anymore she didn't know the protocols besides everyone in front of Jesus wanted to high-five fist bump uh, brush up I mean they're they're happy about Jesus she she wouldn't fit in in front but she thought oh maybe I can get one from the back I've got news for you. God's power behind him is just as powerful as before him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. And so she came up and she touched the hem, the fringe, of his garment. Well, I looked up the word touch. Because something happened. There was something about this touch that was different. This touch was amazing. (laughs) The, 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 The Greek word for touch here, literally out of the root word means to light up or to set a fire to she touched jesus she lit him up this was no ordinary touch there was something in her touch there was a fire quality in her touch that stopped jesus in his tracks remember uh you know I don't know if you guys did it, but as young young boy and uh, growing up in, in South Africa, uh, we used to, on, on carpets, you, you would, you would kind of do this, you know. And, and then I sneak up to my brother. He's watching television, and I shock him on his ear. It's called static electricity. And the longer you go like this, the stronger the jolt. And you want to get him when he's not expecting it. And then run. (laughs) I figured out that it's not just my skin touching his skin that's causing this. There's something else in that touch. There's a transference of power happening in the form of static electricity in that touch. Seems like this lady had something in her touch that that stopped Jesus there's a quality here if we can replicate this touch miracles will happen turn to someone and say the touch wow what was in her touch I remember the first week that Sharon and I met It was love at first sight. It was amazing. I I loved her from the very moment I saw her. And then she was head of an evangelism team in her hometown. I was head of an evangelism team coming to do evangelism work in her town. So we we combined our two teams. And we did street work that whole week. Well, by Thursday, I said to, to them, I made a suggestion, let's go to the hospital let's go pray for people everyone in the hospital hallelujah let's let's believe God for miracles and so uh, we went two by two remember Jesus sent him out two by two so we we went two by two and uh, Sharon and I were partnered together two by two <laughs> hallelujah <laughs> I may be born at night but not last night hallelujah praise the Lord We ended up in a in the cancer ward of the of the hospital young whippersnappers 18 years old and we're praying for people for healing and health and and um, someone uh, needed attention um, one of our team members and I had to deal with that and Sharon walked in and she was already praying for this German lady who had stomach cancer and Sharon had her hand laid on, on the lady's stomach, praying for her healing. And I, I stepped back into the room, and um, I see Sharon's praying, laying hands on, on the lady's stomach. Well, I didn't want to lay my hands on the lady's stomach. And uh, I reached out, and I touched Sharon's hand that's on her stomach while Sharon's praying. Well, that was a touch. As I laid my hand on Sharon's hand her eyes opened up and she saw my hand the guy whom she really likes touches hers for the very first time she couldn't pray anymore she, she started speaking in tongues <laughs> I didn't know if she was baptized in the Holy Spirit right there or not But there's something in a touch it's a point of contact that releases more than just the physical skin-to-skin situation are you with me hallelujah she touched jesus wow she lit him up turn to someone and ask him what is in your touch see when we come to jesus will our touch stop him in his tracks Look at this now. Let's read on. This is powerful stuff. I love this story. The Bible says, Immediately a, a flow of blood ceased. And Jesus said, Who is it who touched me? <laughs> Look at this. When all were denying it, Peter and those who were with him said, Master. Say Master. master. Not Master. Master. <laughs> I love your accents. Proper English. Hallelujah. Hallelujah master the multitude surround you and press you on every side but jesus said someone did touch me for i perceive that power has gone forth from me here, here they are everyone's greeting jesus high five fist bump brush up they like bumping i mean none of that stopped jesus in his tracks but one touch from behind he didn't even see it he felt it you don't need to be seen to be felt she came up wow there was something in her touch and that something can be in your touch today as well why did she go for the hem of the garment? Let me quickly tell you this. This is exciting. The hem of the garment, the, the fringe. To us, a hem is kind of on the edge. This is a hem right here on my, you know, the hem, the edge of the garment. That's not what biblical garments looked like. The word hem in the Greek language literally means the prominent part of a thing. She didn't go for the, for the edge. She went for the prominent part of the thing, the important part of the thing. The hymn was not a side issue, a side note, folks. It was not the closest to her hand and she grabbed it. She went deliberately and specifically for the hymn. Why? Glad you asked him to tell you. You have to go back all the way to Numbers where God was giving out the law and the instructions and commandments to the people of God, the Israelites. And this is what God said in in Numbers chapter 15 verse 38. He said, speak to the Israelites and bid them to make fringes or tassels on the corners in the borders of their garments throughout their generations. And put upon the fringe or the hem of the border or upon the tassel of each cord corner a cord of blue. Say cord of blue. So you have to understand, throughout the generations, the Israelites, their garments were made specifically with tassels, with blue cord embroidered, uh, stitched in the hem, the tassel. The blue cord was there. Blue was very important to God. And God said, I want you to do this. Here's the reason. Verse 39. And it shall be to you a fringe or a tassel that you may look upon and remember All the commandments of the Lord and do them. Whenever they saw the blue cord and the tassel on the hem. It was a reminder of the word of God. It was was to remind them of the promises of God. And not just a reminder. God said it must remind you to do them so it was a little bit more than just oh yeah i remember that no i submit my life to and believe that live it breathe it so when she went for the hymn she went for the blue cord the word touch also can be translated it means light him up to set a fire to also means to attach to or fasten oneself to She attached herself to the tassel, the hem, the blue cord. Why? She was going for the word of God. She was attaching herself not to wishful thinking, not to the diagnoses of the doctors, not to the ridicule of man. She was going and attaching, fastening herself to the promises of Almighty God that says, I am the God that heals you hallelujah you see that was what was in her touch that was what made her touch special the ingredient inside of her touch connected to the word of god what is that ingredient well hold your horses i'm going to tell you in just a minute are you getting something out of this God's word is so wonderful, so powerful. Who touched me? Look at this, verse 47. And when the woman saw that she had not escaped notice, (laughs) for 12 years all she did was escape notice. When she touched Jesus, she did not escape notice. See, here's what's so amazing about that touch. When she came to touch Jesus, and when she touched Jesus, it was actually him touching her. (laughs) You you know, the power of a real touch, it's not one-directional. When you reach out to touch God, he's going to touch you back. I can reach out to hold Sharon's hand, but unless there's a reciprocity, unless she responds, I can squeeze her hand. If she doesn't squeeze back, I'm going to kind of hang there. So many times, you know, I'm a big guy. When I come to, to churches, and I, we love kids, so I, I kind of love kids, you know. And little ones would come up, and I'd, I'd say, give me five. And they leave me hanging. <laughs> no touch happened. God will never leave you hanging. When you reach out with a touch, he's going to touch you back. She, could, she said, if I can only touch the hem of his garment, I will be made well. Why? If I can touch myself, if I can touch the word of God,
0: the promise of
1: the Lord, the promise is going to be fulfilled. There's a reciprocity. So, here it is. She did not escape notice. She came up trembling and falling down before him. She declared in the presence of all the people for what reason she had touched him and how she had been instantly cured. This is not what she wanted to do. She did not want to be noticed. Come on now. But you see, you cannot sneak a miracle from God. God is not a genie in the bottle. That when you need him, you call. And he grants you a wish and then retracts back into the bottle. Until next time. God is, God is not a magic wand to fix things and then leave us be. I said once to a, to a guy, you know, he, he, he had a bunch of problems and so on. God just showed me. I said, listen, you're driving down the road and you get a flat tire. What do you do? He said, that's easy. I put the spare. I said, yeah, you open the boot, you take the spare wheel out of the, 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 the trunk. We have boots in South Africa. And then you put the spare wheel in the place of the flat. And that gets you going to the next service station when you can fix the flat. And after you fix the flat, they take the spare wheel, put it back in the boot or the the trunk. And you're all fixed up and you go. Listen, you guys here in, 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 in Michigan makes cars so good that you hardly ever need a spare anymore. The rental companies do not give you spare wheels anymore. Because you hardly need them. You can drive your car without a spare. And many people use God as a spare. You call on Him when you are in trouble. When you are stuck on the side of the road. And say, God, I need you. And then you have to open the, 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 uh, the boot, the trunk. And you just pray that there's still air in the spare. You see, you can drive a car without a spare wheel, but you cannot drive a car without the steering wheel. What happened to this lady is God was elevated from spare wheel to steering wheel in her life. It was not just a a quick relationship touch to fix a problem it's not a sneaky miracle now she's in front of him spilling her beans telling him her whole story that's what God wants he wants to hear your story he wants to be involved in your day to day whatever's going on inside he wants to hear about it she speaks to him he speaks to her God is not just the miracle worker he's also the one that cares this was as much healing to her than this the stop of the flow of blood because now she could interact for the first time in 12 years emotionally she became restored relationally now she's restored everything is now fixed turn to someone and say god wants to fix the total you Hmm. Ah. hallelujah now verse 48 he said to her daughter say daughter she was a woman in the beginning of the story now she's daughter do you see what changed See, that's the beauty of our God. You can come to him as a stranger and walk away as family. You come to him as a sinner, you walk away as a saint. You come to him as a nobody and he calls you by name for you are his. Hallelujah. He did not just heal her, he saved her. daughter for the first time in 12 years she belongs daughter look at this he says your faith say faith has made you well what was in that touch here's the answer faith the ingredient that caused God to stop in his tracks Your faith has made you well. I thought it was Jesus that heals. I thought it was the power of God that makes well. Jesus, yes we know that. We know it's all God and nothing of us. But Jesus says your faith is equally important. Your faith has made you well. What will light God up? Not the way you dressed. Not the way you pretend when you're around around other people. Not the eloquence of your words. Not the smile on your face. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. And the book of Hebrews says, He who comes to the Lord must believe that He is and that He's a... rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. When you come, when you want to touch God, listen, worship is not just high-fiving God, fist-bumping God and says, Woo, we had a good service. No, 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 no. Put something more in your touch. Add some faith, some confidence, that assurance that I know, that I know, that I know my God is... Beyond a shadow of a doubt in my life well what if my candidate is not voted in for president God still is did you know in three weeks about 50% of the American population is gonna deal with disappointment regardless of how it goes that's the reality We've heard we we know people that have gone in utter depression because of an election. Well, then you you've touched the wrong thing. Put some faith in your touch and touch Jesus, because when you believe in Him, when you trust in Him, He's going to touch you back, and He's going to call you son or daughter wow I'm just about done your faith your faith turn to someone and say all it takes is faith you touch God through faith through faith you don't have to see him you believe in him now look at what Jesus closes this whole story with He says to her, go, enter into peace. Say peace. Peace. I'm so glad God didn't say go in pieces. (laughs) That's what the devil does. He'll chew you, spit you out, break you, and then say go in pieces. (laughs) Jesus says, come to me all who are weary. Who are heavy laden. Jesus says, Greatest prophecy He's ever made. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, who has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor, to heal the brokenhearted, set the captives free. Jesus will pick up the pieces of your life, bring them all together, make you whole. Make you whole. He healed her physically, emotionally, spiritually, relationally. And then he said, go walk in peace. Greek word, irene irene This is powerful stuff. The word irene literally means to join to well-being, prosperity, quietness, rest, harmony, safety. Now that sounds good. Turn to someone and say, mm-mm-mm if ever we needed peace if ever we need this it's now we must join ourselves to well-being prosperity quietness rest harmony and safety once you touch Jesus this is what he gives you you will not be joined to your broken life and past history and sinful nature anymore you'll be joined to spiritual well-being to harmony with God hallelujah untroubled well-being the amplified says wow what a god we serve the touch in South Africa I played rugby we don't play football the helmets are too expensive (laughs) so I played rugby and and at high school you know I was a teenage boy got home after practice and I was really hungry I ate my food and I was still hungry so I, may, I was in the mood for toast. So I cut the bread and I put it in the toaster. And I, you know, pulled the lever down and waited. Ten minutes, nothing. I gently touched the outside of the toaster and it was cold. And I knew something's wrong with the toaster. But like any teenager, wild African from South Africa, I figured I could fix it. And there's only one way to fix it. You pull the bread out of the toaster and you stick your finger down there and wiggle it around. <laughs> Unfortunately, I forgot to unplug it. We're not talking 110 volts, that's sissy volts. <laughs> we got 220 volts. Let's just say I was touched. contact was made I don't know exactly what happened, but it sounded something like this (laughs) When I came to I was on the ground. Thank God for circuit breakers It knocked all the power out of the, the whole house was dark. I crawled to the couch I was glowing in the dark My heart was pounding. My hair was upright. I knew I was touched. Just speaking about it brings back heart palpitations. Friends, I want you to know that when you touch Jesus, something will happen. He's always plugged in. He is the power source my friend. If you reach out and touch him, hallelujah. The power of God will touch, will flow into you. And you will never be the same. And before he sends you away, he'll give you his peace. He says, my peace I give unto you. Not the peace that the world gives, but my peace. He says, you shall know the truth and the truth will set you free. He says peace that passes all understanding will rule your heart and reign your mind. You'll have well-being here and here. You'll be joined to harmony here and here. You'll no longer be confused. You'll no longer be distraught. You'll no no longer feel thrown away and discarded and that's what Jesus has for you. Let's bow our heads, close our eyes. Folks, I brought to you the gospel of Jesus just like he gave it to me. And I want to give you an opportunity to respond to the word of God. The touch. The touch. I want to give two invitations here. First, there are people here you need, you need to touch Jesus today. As a matter of fact, you need a touch from God. Will you come to Jesus in faith? Will you say, Lord Jesus, I believe in you. That's the touch. That's the touch. Activate your faith. Believe in him. Even if you lack confidence in life, even if you have to try and sneak up to him, that's fine too he will notice you you are not invisible to him some of you are sitting here and you're alone you have so many issues going on in life you just need God to touch you there's a long expensive deep-seated brokenness in your life that needs to be fixed whether it's a sin whether it's an addiction whether it's physical healing it does not really matter God can touch you so the first group I want to pray for is those that say, Jesus I want a point of contact with you I believe in you I'm activating my faith will you touch my life today maybe you've never given your heart to Jesus today is your opportunity With every eye closed, every head bowed, if you are here and you say, really pray for me, I want to be included in this prayer to touch Jesus, to activate my faith. If that's you, quickly put up your hand. I'm going to pray for you right now. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. God bless you, God bless you. Hallelujah. Up in the balcony, God bless you. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to give a second invitation. Thank you, my brother. God bless you. You're sitting here. love Jesus you have given your heart to Jesus but somehow you still that peace that irony that being joined to harmony and safety and untroubled well-being has eluded you there's just no rest there's no peace there's an area of your life that's kind of chaotic And you just say lord i don't want to be joined to my brokenness i don't want to be joined to my past i want to be joined to the peace that you want to give me right now i need your peace i'm tired of pieces i want true peace if that's you you want to be included also put up your hand i'm going to pray for you too thank you all over this place everyone that put up their hand that wants to be involved in this prayer stand to your feet right now we're going to pray together hallelujah just quickly stand to your feet God is gonna do a miracle God is going to do a miracle hallelujah you reach out to God in faith he is coming to touch you in power will you lift your hands to heaven as a matter of fact I need to do what God wants us to do will you step out of your seat just come right here to the front to the altar real quick I'm gonna give over to pastor right after this prayer we want to pray for you right now even in the balcony we'll wait for you if you can come make your way down if possible that would be amazing you say well i i don't know how you know why should i do this this lady had to take a risk so to speak to come into public even though she had to sneak from behind to touch jesus she still had to come and stand in his presence what you're doing right now is an act of faith Lord Jesus I'm coming to you in this altar area I'm coming to stand in your presence I need you to touch me hallelujah lift your hands to heaven that's where your help comes from just surrender it all to Jesus right now dear Lord Jesus I pray for these precious people right now standing before you i thank you for the story of the lady with the issue of blood that have uh, done something amazing to touch you she mustered all of her faith together even in the lack of confidence and she touched you and Power was released from you into her and so God as we reach to you by faith right now this Jesus we declare you are our God and as each one of these precious folks reach out to you with a faith a touch of faith God I pray release your power back into them let them encounter your love and your peace and your power in the name of Jesus I pray for a miracle moment in them we thank you for the half an inch miracle for the church we thank you for the 12 year miracle for this woman in the Bible we thank you for every miracle personal miracle that you are doing in people's lives we declare it over them in Jesus mighty name we thank you Lord that lives are being saved addictions are being dissolved sicknesses are being healed emotional situations are being altered lord we thank you for your provision lord we are joined to your peace right now we speak peace over this crowd we speak peace over your people in the mighty name of jesus we pray amen and amen let's praise you